0: All right, mark your calendars for next Wednesday. You will not want to miss your chance to possibly see something that is being called something that no human has ever seen before. That's how Popular Mechanics is framing the big reveal that scientists are expected to make. A photo of something being called the Sagittarius A-star. It is apparently a black hole in the Milky Way some 25,000 light years away. A little closer to home is Jesse Rogerson. He is a science advisor at the Canadian Aviation and Space Museum, and he joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Jesse, good afternoon. Appreciate you joining us.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. All
0: right. uh, First off, uh, can you quantify for us just 25,000 light years away? I know that's a long, long way away, but uh, can you possibly put it in some sort of perspective for us?
1: Um, Yes, absolutely. So uh, in light years is a term used to describe a distance in terms of light travel time. So 25,000 light years, it would literally take light 25,000 years to travel that distance. Now, for, for like you and me, Um, something that's sort of much closer to home is the moon. And light travel time from here to the moon is about 1.3 seconds. So it's something that's like from 1.3 seconds to the moon to 25,000 years to Sagittarius A-star. So that's how, in terms of light travel time, how long it takes to get to those places. Okay,
0: so is that one of the reasons why this is something that no human has ever seen just because of that vast distance?
1: Absolutely. Like, you know, we all know that um, you take something, and you put it really far away. The farther away it gets, the smaller it gets on our sky, or, or the smaller it appa- its apparent size gets. So um, in order to resolve something that's really tiny, you need a larger and larger and larger collecting area. Um, you need a bigger telescope, so to speak, and something that's as as, as far away as, this, as the center of our Milky Way, which is Sagittarius A star, that's where the black hole lives. It's that far away, but it's also in, in terms of the the size of the galaxy. It's really tiny. I mean, it's bigger than it's much bigger than than Earth, but it's a it's a small thing in compared to the distance uh, away it is. So something that's so far away. Um, We just have no chance, or at least up until recently, had no chance to resolve something that small.
0: And that's thanks to this uh, Event Horizon Telescope?
1: Yeah, which is uh, an incredibly useful um, way of doing things. So instead of just making one big telescope, um, at some point you you can only make a telescope so big. And so, some ingenious astronomers have invented something called inter- interferometry, which is uh, the idea of instead of having one big telescope, you have lots of little telescopes and make them act in unison. So you across, in fact, they've, these the telescopes used for the Event Horizon Telescope that's doing this image. Um, are spread across the globe. They're all over the the earth, um, from Hawaii to Spain to the South Pole, and that makes a a virtual collecting area that's roughly the size of the planet. And and with that sort of size, um, you can resolve something really small that's really far away. However, um, you do, because there's a lot of gaps in between, you do lose some data. So you, you also have to sort of patchwork in between the telescopes that you're missing.
0: Yeah. Is this telescope, I'm kind of imagining something like, uh, in the movies, it's an observatory and we pull back, uh, the dome and, and uh, this telescope appears and you're kind of just looking into it with the naked eye on the other yeah. end. Is it that, or is it something a little more sophisticated?
1: Um, it's a little bit more like contact. Do you remember the movie contact with, um, uh, Jodie Foster and, right. Yeah. Um, uh, so that, that movie had those, um, big radio dishes. Um, that uh, she was listening to, do you remember that? Uh, yeah. That's more what the telescopes are like. They're radio telescopes. So they're looking at radio light. So they're more like the what you would commonly think of as like a satellite dish on like your backyard or so on the roof of a building or something like that. They look like that.
0: All right, very cool. All right, so that is uh, one of the reasons why this is going to be an event that no human has ever seen, just because of the vast distance. But uh, also, what makes uh, the Sagittarius A star, this uh, black hole, what makes it so relevant?
1: So, okay, so the, the black holes, this is a really interesting topic, and it was the topic of my research um, uh, during my PhD, is um, at the center of every galaxy, you have these supermassive black holes. And, and just the fact that there is one at, at the center of every single galaxy means that they are essential to the evolution of the galaxy itself. They, all galaxies seem to have formed around a supermassive black hole. But up until now, we've only had to understand them through our our theoretical knowledge of general relativity, of gravity, of mathematics, um, calculating what they can do and how they um, interact with the galaxy itself, but being able to actually image that that point um, where light actually falls onto the black hole, that point, what we call the event horizon, where, um, all of, where things are orbiting the black hole super quickly at the speed of light, where there's a lot of energy being created, that process of material falling onto the black hole is essential to understanding how a black hole works. And observational evidence has so far eluded us. Um, so this, that's why this is a, a super important image to be taking, um, because it gives us, it actually shines light on something we haven't seen before.
0: Or hmm. right, when you talk about observational evidence, uh, what exactly is it that we're all hoping to see for the first time ever? What, what is it uh, going to look like a Sagittarius A-star?
1: You know, it's kind of funny. Okay. Did you ever see Interstellar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, you remember, do you remember the, the simulate or the, the image of Gargantua, um, in that with that uh, sort of bright ring around a dark blob, and there was like a s- bright streak in front of it as well. Um, imagine that, but like the resolution way down, <laughs> um, like much much worse than that. Um, it, to to astronomers, it's going to be mind blowing. It may uh, to to uh, to someone who doesn't look at that kind of data all the time, it may just seem like a fuzzy ring. Um, but it's important to note that that fuzzy ring of light around a central black blob is something we've never been able to do before. And it's going to tell astronomers a lot about how the black hole is eating. And and that is really, really great. So, I mean, from when the images come out, they're going to be incredible images, but they also might seem like fuzzy rings of light.
0: <laughs> All right. Interstellar, Contact, uh, Close Encounters. Are those the only movies you watch, Jesse? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <dead> <laughs> Uh We got to go watch a few Bond films together or something, I think, sometime. Uh, Let me ask you then uh, why, uh, once we see this, uh, why is it important? Why should it be important to humankind?
1: Well, I think think, um, astronomy, the entire science of astronomy... Um, when you go from just the, the little stuff of finding um, other objects in our own solar system, uh, growing bigger to things like uh, where, where, the, where are there more planets, or how's the structure of the Milky Way, or even to the structure of the universe itself. The entire act, the entire point of, of astronomy is to try and figure out how Earth fits into the whole puzzle. We, we don't really... Um, understand the whole thing. How, do, how did we get here? Why are we here? Why are we on this planet? And why is this planet important? Um, that's the point of astronomy. Now, any individual question may not seem like it, it feeds that greater story, but, but something like uh, getting an image of the event horizon of a black hole ultimately is informing us how black holes work um, informing us how galaxies evolve on, on time frames of billions of years, which ultimately informs how Earth fits into a grander scheme of galaxy evolution and planetary formation. In in the long run, the goal is to try and figure out how we fit in, and mm-hmm. this happens to be one of those pieces.
0: So, uh, well, that's uh, exactly what I was going to say. This might not answer the ultimate question, like, why are we here? How did we get here? But uh, it's a puzzle piece. Uh, do you think it's going to be an important puzzle piece?
1: Oh, yeah. Like the, um, black, the, the idea of what a black hole is has been around for a very long time, but we're still trying to figure out exactly how a black hole in a galaxy um, in which they live, because there's always one supermassive black hole per galaxy... Exactly how those two interact with each other is still an ongoing debate. And how one uh, how does a black hole grow? How does the, how does it affect the galaxy? How does the galaxy affect the black hole? Um, so, getting imagine being able to um, put down firm numbers on exactly how our our own black hole is actually evolving currently, and how it's eating, and how um, it might be able to. Um, uh, influence the the nearby galaxy around it the nearby milky way around it those kinds of questions lead to that 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 big open question of how is a galaxy and its black hole evolving together—it's definitely important. It's a—it's a, it's a huge—it's a huge milestone for galactic physics. I guess is the way
0: to say it. <laughs> well, I was going to ask uh, for people like you—is this coming Wednesday? Is it got the sort of anticipation and excitement of uh, I don't know, like a Super Bowl? Is it like your <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday?
1: You know what? I, I'm actually the next week's going to be great because on Monday is going to be David Saint-Jacques is going to be doing a spacewalk, which is right, in Canada, yeah. Canada, and then we have this event horizon. Um, thing on Wednesday. So, yeah, all next week is going to be fanfare. I'm going to be all over Twitter.
0: Okay, well, you better get some rest on the weekend. (laughs) 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 Well, as Dr. Spock would famously say, uh, fascinating, and uh, fascinating (laughs) speaking with you, uh, Jesse. Thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. There goes Jesse Rogerson. He is a science advisor at the Canadian Aviation and Space Museum